Excuse me. Excuse me. What in the world are you thinking? Me, Gene, the first thing you need to do is to tell these people to shut up if you want to hear what I got to say. What up, y'all? KMB, the sexy ninja for C Plus Studios and the Paper Saber Universe. You know what you're listening to. You're hearing that sweet new world podcast, brother. And we're going to talk about Ring of Honor, Episode 9, um, April 27, 2023 on Honor Club. Caprice Coleman, Ian Riccoboni, Nigel McGinnis on commentary. We start the show off strong with Athena versus Lady Frost. Man, this was a fun match. Lady Frost got the loss. (laughs) (laughs) Athena, though, just aggressive as usual. This is a proving ground match, and a proving ground match is if you do beat uh, the champ, there is an opportunity of facing the champ for the championship. And I got to say, Athena, she is really coming to her own here ever since she left WWE, you know, being Ember Moon there. But I think Athena is the real real deal. You know, this this was a... uh, this this is a champion that's willing to fight and be ruthless as possible. And the after-match beatdown and making Lady Frost kiss that title. Just, just bam! Just says, kissing that opportunity goodbye. I, I'm all for it, man. I, I, I really do enjoy this um, this version of uh, Athena and the relent- relentlessness of it. And then we get another tease later on in the show, which I'm very excited about. Um, this, this right here, this, this brought some, um, some feels, also brought some chills, also just a great fucking backstage promo package with the kingdom, you know, talking about, you know, you got, you know, top flight, you guys, you know, took away opportunities from us, you, you know, you made us, uh, you know, we had to face you, and we're the kingdom, god damn it, you know, we respect Ring of Honor, those three letters mean the world to us, and all the, this, this package just gave me just, just chills and goosebumps, I, I, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good, you know, and I, I think I rewinded, no, I did, I did rewind it because it was that good, because I'm looking at my notes, this is good shit right here, man, if you want to see something on this Honor Club, this was, it wasn't even a match, this was just a promo package, but what the way they were talking about their legacy, talking about Jay, and how in the Reach for the Sky ladder match, that, that was supposed to be theirs, and now all the ta- the whole tag team division is being put on notice, and the uh, OGK is coming for this division, and maybe, maybe uh, become the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions again. You know, beating uh, the Lucha Bros. So that great, great stuff, man. We had the Infantry versus Roosh and Preston Vance with Jose LFI, baby. Um, Roosh and Preston Vance with the win. Um, this this was a fun match, uh, but I I gotta say, man. Um, Roosh, his finish, oh, fuck, you know, he, when he did it in this match, and he, you know, Preston Vance looks at him, he sets up, you know, sets up the prey, you know, he sets him up in the corner, and fucking Preston Vance tags in Roosh, and this is Roosh's first time being tagged into this match, so, you know, Preston Vance was doing all the work, and then he tags in Roosh, and oh my god, when he just, 
oh, just a devastating kick to the face and how it sounds. It scared me, folks. It scared the shit out of me. Roosh, I was like, oh my God, he just murdered a man. And every time I see Roosh do his finish, you know, if you want the bull, you get the horns, you get the fucking horns, man. Oh, Roosh, I, I am, this, this dude is just pure, pure fucking talent. And I, I want to see um, more of him maybe on the uh, AEW roster, you know, or get back being a Ring of Honor champion or something like that, you know, going against a Claudio, you know, and everything like that. Like, ah, just, <laughs> just right when he leveled up and bam, I was like, ah! I was telling Big Daddy, he called me, I was like, this Rouge guy scares me, man. I would I would hate to take that, but I bet you he, it's a nice, delicate, you know, in professional at its finest. So this was a fun match. Um, best friends versus uh, Joe Ocasio and Mookie Summers. Of course, the best friends, they show some love. I saw a really cool tweet from Mookie to the best friends, you know, uh, showing honor and whatnot after the match, you know, then that's the code of honor must be upheld to, especially in tag team matches. Uh, we had Brian Cage versus uh, Leon Rufin, and uh, Brian Cage is with Prince Nana, and Brian Cage uh, for the win. You know, a lot of these matches, I was like, oh, best friend's got to win this, okay. Brian Cage has got to win this match. So it was like this next match here. But um, this next match, the Dark Order versus the Trustbusters, uh, Sunny Kiss with the uh, Jeeves K. There was Slim J. They come out, and the Dark Order for the win: Stu Grayson and Evil Uno. You know, uh, Stu Grayson is oh, dude's fucking awesome, man. Evil Uno too is great. Uh, but the Righteous, they come out and they're watching, and Stu Grayson's like, "What's going on? Why are they watching me? Why are they interested in me?" So. More on that story, the Dark Order and the Righteous storyline going on there. And that that's the thing about this uh, Ring of Honor. I was, t- I was telling uh, somebody the other day, I was like, I really do enjoy these Ring of Honor shows. But sometimes they're a little, they're, there's no, like, where's the substance of stories? You know, yeah, we get a little bit here and there. You know, we, 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 we get a little bit here and there, but it's it's like, okay, let's showcase wrestlers we got that we can't put on AEW. Let's showcase some wrestlers that are on AEW Dark or Dark Elevation or whatever, you know. But I'm like, man, I, I wish... I'm like, hey, Tony, Tony, I would love to take over the creative and write for Ring of Honor because there's so much potential and so many storylines you could do. You know, where are we building Brian Cage to? He's He's been winning these matches left and right. Is he building up towards impossible championship opportunity? You know, where's Swerve in this? Because I know he uh, they, they, they made a, a bond uh, the other day, was it like a couple weeks ago, and really nothing from that. I'm just like, you know, I'm like, yes, Brian Cage can win all the matches because Brian Cage is a beast, you know, and, he, and I'm like, can we uh, bring the, the trios, you know, the, the, the six-man championship into this storyline as well? Like, who who can face, you know, Brian Cage and everything like that? So, but there is good stuff. And I'm not saying there's not good stuff. That's just the thing about the show. It's kind of, it's just a little frustrating because I'm like, where's Claudio? You know, where where, where where's this? Where's that? And where's Samoa Joe? And where's a Wheeler Yuta? Not Wheeler Yuta, um, you know, with the pure championship. Almost, my bad. He lost that. But, you know, where where are these uh, champions at? Now, the only person I see champion-wise here is always Athena. You know, Athena's always here. And it, I want to see more substance out of Ring of Honor. 
that I still enjoy the matches that they showcase here. We had a great promo from Christopher Daniels backstage and talking about he's had more losses than wins and how he and this brand means everything to him and he does something that just this this is part of the storylines that continue and we're getting this match next week but Christopher Daniels calls out Samoa Joe for that Ring of Honor Television Championship that I was like oh man these two know each other so well they're going to try to kill each other that's what's going to happen so I was like next week man I I'm, I'm already I'm already ready I'm already ready for this you know and another pure match was a uh, um promoted for the next week's ring of honor so i'm just like oh shit you know but we had uh diamante versus sky blue who's four and oh sky blue for the win this match this match was pretty damn good like these two these two uh really took each other to another level uh but sky blue got the win and here we go with storytelling athena comes out and uh and she stops sky blue's hat and I'm like, okay, Athena versus Sky Blue. I still want Athena versus Willow Nightingale, but this, you know, uh, this is good. And and the, with with the storytelling here, you know, Sky Blue's ra- racking up those wins. She's four and zero, you know. And I I would love to see, you know, especially after this match with uh, Diamante and her and Sky Blue. Like this match was really great. I really did enjoy this match. Um, next was uh, Lee Moriarty versus Rocky Romero, dude. Rocky, man, just. <sighs> fucking nothing but loved rocky dude like it was really cool seeing him you know uh on this show lee moriarty with uh big bill you know big bill helps with the assists uh rocky loses but he, he cuts a backstage promo which i really like which sets up for next week with lee moriarty he goes hey uh next week you know i i can't settle for how you won this match so next week we're gonna have a pure match a pure wrestling match and next week i'm gonna I'm going to whoop your ass, you know, and I was like, oh, shit, that's going to be good because this match was good. This match was good, so I can't wait to see these two lock it up again, and nothing but love to Rocky, man. All right. All right, the main event, Gringo Loco versus Blake Christian, American Luchadors, and it brought up something about Gringo Loco, uh, had a heart attack, had his heart stopped for like 10 minutes. You know, and it was just like, oh my gosh, that is so crazy when you hear the these backstories and stuff like that, and how Gringo had to stop, and but still, then coming back in 2017 to get back into the business and stuff, and putting on a great match right here with Blake Christian. This was fun. Some crazy spots between these two. The only thing that I, I that kind of like threw me out of this match was the ref. The ref fucked up on the one, two, three count. Um, I, I think he was he didn't know that was gonna be the finish or that's where we're gonna go with Gringo Loco being pinned by Blake Christian and Blake hitting uh going off the top rope and hitting and cause uh the ref comes down and he goes one, two, and he swipes his hand because he thought um uh Gringo was gonna kick out and then he's like then he, he swiped, realized nope, that's not it, and come and do another three. Um, I, I'm wondering if he went to Gringo, he's like, I'm so fucking sorry. Like, you know, <laughs> um, mistakes happen though. Uh, so overall I give the show, a, a three out of five, you know, I, it's, it's a fun show. I want to see more progression with stories and stuff like that. Well, and I will always be here for the ring of honor and I want, I can't, I want to know when their next event is. I wonder if they're going to just, uh, cross promote some matches at June on June 25th for, 
for Forbidden Door. Uh, they got Double or Nothing May 28th coming up. We have All In August 27th in Wembley Stadium. So a lot of big shows coming up. Uh, but I want to know when the next Ring of Honor show is. Like, yes, we can mix them into the AEW frame of things and have these matches happen there. But... If you're really going to build this brand, you know, this separate brand from the AEW itself, you know, you you got to move these stories into a direction to where I want to see, you know, these uh, pay-per-views for Ring of Honor. Like, the reason why I wanted to watch Supercard of Honor wasn't because really of storylines. It was more or less like, I want to see these matches, you know, but also I need to be invested in some form of story because that's what professional wrestling comes down to. It's all about story and progression and why should I care? You know, wh- who? why should I care for this champ? You know, putting up their title against somebody they just called out, really had no build-up to, but she just called them out and they had a match. It was a good match, sure, you know, but what does it bring to the table of the story? So, Ring of Honor... Uh, in the bag, three out of five. Uh, some great matches here. Athena versus Lady Frost was really fun. Uh, Dark Order versus the Trustbusters was fun. Lee Moriarty and Rocky Romero, of course. Gringo Loco versus Blake Christian, great stuff here. Oh, and uh, Diamante versus Sky Blue. That that was a nice uh, like aggression type match. So. Uh, go check out Ring of Honor on Honor Club. You know, I I paid the monthly subscription and it's. it's jam-packed with some good shit man jam-packed with some old ring of honor stuff um so go check out the show uh that's in the bag three out of five tell me what you thought of the show if you saw the show um nothing but love and respect uh hit that like hit that subscribe let's talk pro wrestling all right ladies and gentlemen go to our t public store and go get yourself some sweet new world podcast merch the logo created by Penta X. Go get yourself the true sexy ninja mascot for C Plus Studios in a Paper Saber universe created by Katie. And anything and everything helps. In it just helps just to like and subscribe. Even share with your grandma. Share with your grandma. Share with the bum down at Walmart. It's all good and fun here, and you know what this is. So put those two sweet signs up and let's let's do it. Let's do it. We're we're, we're gonna go off the air and. Here we go. Here we go. You ready? Because the New World Podcast is for life. Look at my eyes, Joe. Do I look like I'm scared to do that again? Do I look like I'm intimidated to put my name in the hat against you again, Samoa Joe?